Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Gentlemen, you have been the most beautiful audience. Remember to toss a coin if you can. If anyone needs me, I'll be at the bar. What for do you earn? It's the point of no return. After everything we did, we saw you turned your back on me. What for do you earn? What's that butcher When I'm through, no word that I've written will ring quite as true as burn, burn, butcher burn. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stuff and Things podcast. I am Sam. Today, as the intro would have given away, we're talking about The Witcher season two, episodes four, five, and six. Joining me to discuss them, it's my partner in crime. It's Stefan. Yo, how's it going? Yeah, I was actually going to introduce you then as my partner in crime, and the reason it's taken so bloody long for us to get to four, five, and six. Yeah, we must. But fault. then I, but then I stopped myself because I thought, no, that'd be cruel to bring that up that you've been taking forever to watch. I mean, I've had a couple of hospital issues, so you know, I feel like I have a good excuse. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. If anything, I... I had more time to watch them on my phone, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. You see, you see. No, I mean, I've not seen the doctor's note yet, so when that's forthcoming, maybe I'll. If anything, do you know what? If anything, I would actually blame the wife. Yeah, I would. Yeah. A, she doesn't listen to these podcasts, even though I Good. tell her she should. Yeah, and secondly, there's been two opportunities I've had to watch them and get these recorded sooner. And she yeah. throws a right hissy fit I'm going to watch them without her. But she's yeah, never I, a bloody home to watch them because she's always out. To be fair, man, um, one, of course she's not going to listen. She has to put up with your voice enough during True. the day, why during her recreation hours. And two, I do understand that this is a very serious thing, you know, marriage and stuff. You know, you, you, you watch a box set together or a show together. You try and sneak a few episodes ahead. That's that's divorce nowadays, I think. I'm I believe sure. so. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, thanks, thanks to Netflix. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like watching a show, then adultery now. That's kind of like the two big ones. That's, that's about yeah. it. See, this is the only problem I have with shows like The Witcher, where they kind of block them all out in one go. Mm. Like, they, when it's mm. weekly, so like yeah. um, the Book of Boba that we do the podcast on. Yeah. That's perfect for me, because Wednesday evening... That is kind of booked in. We sit down, we have dinner, and then we watch the Book of Boba. It's Boba, but yeah, carry on. I prefer Boba. Yeah, I know you do. It, it, it's like, you know, like when it, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the pronunciation either, but 
it's just one of those things it goes through me and I think you know that and I think you do it more because of it the problem is is that I sit there and I think about it and go right don't get it wrong this time it's boba no it's Bubba, Bubba, no, it's... Bubba, Bubba. Yeah. It's like Bubba Gump Shrimp from Forrest Gump, but we have yes. gone way off on a time. We have. So let's, let's try and drag it back. But uh, back to that, so basically, yeah, where that's weekly, <clears throat> it's a lot easier to watch it every week. Where this is yeah. bulked out in one, yeah. you kind of either binge watch the whole lot straight away, or yeah. you try and see it through a few days, and then, yeah, one of you goes out for the evening, and that's it. You're all Man, sorts of trouble. It. You're in trouble, yeah. Well, we are we are finally back. And yes. the reason why I brought it up is because we have had a few messages come in, uh, a couple of I'm emails. I, I even had someone I went to school with message me on Facebook, like, hey, when's the next show coming out? Oi. Did also have a pop saying how Bristolian I sound compared to their memory of me, which I can't quite make my mind up if that's like a uh, kind of... It's not a backhanded compliment. That's not the wrong term, but it's kind of like, oh, wow, I forgot how just farmer you sound. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Love I feel you, like mate. that's just pure backhand. They've forgotten yeah, the compliment. Just yeah, pure. Yeah, that's pure, pure backhand. Oh, <laughs> it's funny, though, because this is someone who's from the same place as me. <laughs> so oh. come on now. It, it, what also is funny is I actually get complimented on my accent from people that listen to this show all around the world, except for people who live where I live. <laughs> so it's Brilliant. like I'm not Bristolian enough for them, <laughs> or, or or I don't know, or I sound more Bristolian when I'm on the podcast. I, I'm not sure. Well, you yeah. can understand me, so I it can't really, be that like, bad. For me, this is just like chatting on the phone to a mate. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, if you listen to our podcasts and then listen to our TikToks, apparently I sound very different in the two. You do, yes, yeah. I got to talk about that now. So we we do have because we're young, hip, cool, and down with the kids. Yo, we speak jive funk, brother. We have got a TikTok account, and the TikTok account is basically us just doing theories. So mm-hmm. if you listen to this podcast and you watch the shows that we watch or watch the films that we watch. You can go to our TikTok account and you can find... We're trying to do a theory every day. We call it the 60-second theory. The 60 seconds is kind of like a guide. Yep. Some of them are longer. Some of them are like four hours. No. (laughs) Yeah. If we tried to do just one theory for the Spider-Man thing, that would have been like a year and a half. But the idea is it's around 60 seconds. So it's a short, sharp watch... Andy and Stefan, my partner in crime here, actually does the videos. He's got a full-on green screen, looking very professional, and he stands there and he does it. But uh, can I can I do an impression? Cool. Would you be mad? No, you're good at impressions. So, so when we're when we're talking, uh, it's it's not going to be an accent impression because I was yeah, that'd be bad. But it's like we're talking me and you now, and we're on this podcast, and we talk about it. Our first shows on the podcast, or me anyway. I don't hear it with you, but with me. My very first show, the very first podcast of this, I was very much like I was trying to mimic every DJ I heard in the 90s. Like, hey, welcome to the podcast. I am Sam. We're going to be talking about shows today. It's awful, man. I, I can't <laughs> listen to it. It just, it took me like f- maybe five, six episodes and I finally just got to the point where it's like, I'm just talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just imagine I'm on the phone. We're talking about TV and other people can hear me, but I, I don't know. I don't think about that anymore. I don't think about it like I'm presenting. Mm-hmm. When you do the TikToks, you have presenter voice. Yep. Hello and welcome to our 60 Second Theory today. Because you do the inflection on the words. Yeah. So it sounds like you. Everything's right, but then you do the weird inflection thing. and I, It's hilarious. It's brilliant. And my daughter picked up on it. She's like, why, why, is, why is Stefan talking funny? <laughs> he's yeah. not doing funny. Your daughter's he's, he's picked being up professional. on it. My sister picked up on it. 
Yeah. So yeah, I used fun. to work on radio and I used to you work did. as a air steward, not a waitress with wings. <laughs> trolley um, dolly. Trolley dolly, yeah. So yeah. I think it's just from there that it naturally comes across if I'm doing like with the talking on the podcast, chatting yeah. with a mate on the phone, that's fine. As soon as you yeah. put like the camera and the green screen, yeah, yeah I, I go into a hey, welcome. Yeah, hello everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Today, sixty second theory. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. It it makes me laugh though. It's great. We can't change it. Don't don't I mean over time you're gonna get settled more into it, I think, and it's gonna be a little bit more and I can see it more on the sign outs already. Cause like your first few sign outs on it were like let us know in the comments uh, your thoughts on our theory. Now it's kind of like, that's our theory. What up? And you leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, mic drop. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I think you need a sign off, though. Like, you, you see some of the great TikTok accounts on there. It's like, that's the T and stuff like that. He's you know, great. They, they, yeah. they, they lay in kind of like a signature sign off, like, let us know what you think. Or something like that. I, th- I think you need to come up with one. It needs okay. to be unique. It needs to be unique for us. Something like, you know, and that's the stuff and the things today. Or I don't know, that's that's lame. I'll don't do an actual that. mic drop. That'd be that an actual mic drop. Can... I'll find something. <laughs> no, they're expensive, man. Don't do that. True. Uh but anyway, people who are listening to this have been waiting ages for us to do episodes four, five, and six of let's the Witcher. Do it. We've just let's spent do about it. five, ten minutes talking about this, so let's do it. Um episodes four, five, and six, as a tradition on this podcast, no matter what show we're doing. I ask you for the episode title, what we're discussing. It's three episodes. Episode four. Redanian Intelligence. Episode five. Turn Your Back. And episode six. Dear Friend. Something silly, okay? Now, me and you talked about on the podcast when we did one, two, and three. You have the video games. I have the books. Yes. I have not started reading the books yet. However, I have watched a few interviews. Now the show is finished. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that came up in the interviews, which I'm now looking forward to when I get to the books, is a little nod in the episode called Dear Friend of what that means. So in the books, Yennefer and Geralt write letters to each other. And they begin with the phrase, Dear Friend. And so I'm looking forward to it. And, and it's quite funny because in that episode there's the moment between them. But we'll, we'll come on to that. Cool, yeah. So episode four, Redanian Intelligence. Um, Potentially named like that, yeah. I may have got that butchered, but yeah. Burn, butcher, burn. Oh, exactly. In this episode we see, well, all sorts of wonderful things really. Uh, let's, let's start with the Sorceress Triss coming to the Witchers. It's nice to see Triss again. Yeah, she's still around. Happy days. Um, She goes to the Witchers and she obviously goes to see them. What I find quite funny is uh, in season one, we had a lot of uh, the story being told from different time points of view. Yes. So I was never fully clear, and even to now, never fully clear what sort of length of time something happened over, how much difference there was. And of course, with the Sorcerers and the fact the Witcher... Although the Witcher does age, but nothing like, you know, I think it's like double the human lifespan. Yeah. With the sorceresses, etc., never aging. It was very difficult to get the context of just... I think as well, in this episode, they actually make a joke of it. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But Triss, uh, obviously, has been there before. Because yep. not only is she a great friend to Geralt, and wants more... By the way, as well, she seems to have yeah. a little bit of a thing yeah, for, she does. for the old uh, white hair. And ready to all, die, mine. It's fine. 
all of them know her. You know, she kind of walks in and was like, "Hey, she's back!" Yeah, um, which is kind of fun uh, because the atmosphere in amongst the witchers after they had to kill one of their own obviously wasn't great. Yeah, but but yeah, so they're pleased to see Tris. She shows up in essence to try and help Geralt with Siri. Yeah, and... it seems that Geralt actually summoned her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like sent sent perhaps he sent a dear friend letter. Yeah. Uh, dear... <laughs> Dear friend, um, I've got a girl here. She wants to be a witcher, but I kind of want her to be a bit girly too. Yeah, <laughs> um, <help. laughs> yeah surrounded by witchers, the place stinks. <laughs> I'm really worried for her. Please show up. Um, one of the things I quite liked about her showing up, you know, I've just made that joke then, but in all seriousness, one of the things I liked is the fact that she didn't just show up as a kind of, we have a girl here, we need a woman. Because do you know what I mean, like yeah. kind of a bit lazy writing in that sense, or or a little bit. She showed up because Geralt recognised through Siri being able to see the future. She's got magic of some sort. Yes, and who better to try and bring that out? You know, Yen's gone as far as he's aware. Yep. So having Triss there, you know, it's a it's a big thing. That that's. It's, it's a helping a guide, almost, isn't it? Yeah, she's like yeah. going to be her guide through learning. Are yeah. you magical? Are you not? Yeah, I mean, and yeah, like you keep... said, through the womanhoody side of it as well. Like you know, yeah, shower, yeah, and... keep yourself clean. Why yeah. do you have all these things that women need? What's going on? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, please, please, just don't end up like any of these big beardy idiots <laughs> in this room. Yeah, look around. No, not you. Okay. What, one, yeah, not you. Uh, one of the things we did see, obviously, is her doing the assault course and stuff. And one of the things that led to was her getting knocked on her ass a lot, bleeding. Yeah. And we see that where she has bled, flowers have bloomed. Yeah. And and this this kind of ties into this backstory legend we've had come up a few times around a thing called elder blood. Yes. Now, I must admit, hands up, I missed this to begin with. Yeah. Um, yeah it... When it was first happening, I was a bit kind of like, oh, that's strange. What's all that about? And then as it kind yeah. of went on, I started going, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that ties in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it was, confu- it was confusing for me. I think the thing is, with this and with the TV show, they are obviously trying to weave the story as best they can for fans of the books, fans of the games, and people who have never read or played. So they're trying to create this unique story, but also give stuff to everybody that, you know, regardless of where you're coming to the show from, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Me and you, like, you've got the games to play, I've got the books to read, but we both came to the show kind of as show fans. blind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. So when they're talking about things like this, there are times where I'm like, oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. And uh, I mean, I think that the bigger scenes in in this really are when they're talking about the monoliths and the and the convergence. Is it the convergence? Yes. And you know the uh, the spheres, the spheres come together. And whenever that kind of comes up and they're talking about that, I'm like, oh, this is this is. Whoa. <laughs> I, I I think I think I need a guide. You know. Yeah, I think... I'm so glad I'm not the only one here. I feel like perhaps I should go online, go in Idiot's Guide 2. There's probably a YouTube video. There's always a YouTube video. I, I learned how to put shelves up thanks to a YouTube video. There's bound to be a guide to this. Yeah. So uh, the Elder Blood thing, I was kind of like, okay, well, Elder Blood's Elf Blood, and we know 
you know, certain people like Yennefer, for example, was got, uh, you know, her father was half, so she's half elf, and I'm kind of so I'm just like my brain's going over. I'm like, oh, yeah. don't tell me Siri's going to be related to Yen in some way. <laughs> just like, like oh, I'm just going you imagine? All, just, just the nightmare scenario for Geralt and all of this. Right, my child of surprise just happens to be like Yen's third niece, niece or something. once yeah. removed. Yeah. <laughs> it's be absolute bloody nightmare. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so my mind's kind of racing with this scenario, and then of course, Triss, um, and, and they kind of go through this, so we're, we kind of get a little bit of a reminder, so I think the TV show does this well, a little bit of a reminder of the kind of, we know there was magic in the family line for Syrian, we know that yep. was there, and we know that, you know, this kind of... I called it Super Bark as a bit of a joke, but you know her her lioness roar, a scream, yeah, yeah, yeah just absolutely wrecks the place. <laughs> she lays that in, um, and and straight up killed those guys who were going to try and attack her. If you yeah, remember. she's not um, someone you want to piss off and get in an argument with. Yeah, when yeah, she screams she, and shouts, that's a whole different definition. Yeah, she she's not the girl <laughs> that some guy's going to want to try it on with, you know, outside the club. Hey, baby, no, definitely, dude, walk away. <laughs> um, so she she has got that ability. We saw in flashback through Geralt being it the night that uh, <laughs> the child of surprise evening when she found out she was pregnant. Her mother basically like wrecked the entire room, the banquet hall, if you remember. Yeah. Um, so her mother definitely of had course, power yes. as well. Yes, you're right. So, I had forgotten that. So so you're like you're going back through it and you're yeah. kinda of like, Okay, so there is something in this family line. Now one of the things they've done in the show to try and help, and I cannot remember his name right now, the guy who is in love with Yan yeah, Istrid. I want to say Istrid. Ah, uh, yes, the other mage. Yes, I'm going to go with Istrid. He, he was in love with Yen before Yen looked like Yen, you Istrid, know, back when she yeah. was a hunchback. Um, so, so you know, pure love, definitely from Istrid. And Istrid um, is kind of like researching things, trying to get to the bottom of things. And I think as a storytelling mechanism, it's really helpful for us viewers because he's kind of like checking out books going, ah, oh, so this means this. And I'm like... Thanks, dude. <laughs> that Thank really you. helps. <laughs> so, so they're doing a good job. I, I think it's like the an unofficial it's guide through the film. Yeah, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm program. baffled for like twenty, thirty minutes, and then this guy pulls a book out and sells me. I'm like, ah, hero. Without you, dude, I'd be screwed. <laughs> so, so I'm so thankful for Istrid right now. Uh, but yeah, so we do, we do have that in our line, and obviously that does come from elven blood she she has got elder blood in the system one of the things we learn in this episode is we already know they cannot make any more witchers they're dying off yes. one of the quite uh visceral scenes really one of the quite um i don't know dramatic uh elements of the or symbolism is that tree with all of the witchers medallions on yeah and also the hall where the witchers come back that hall's got Benches and seating for a hundred, and there's like ten of them. Yeah, there's a heck of a lot of people that could have once <laughs> been there. Yeah, and and it kind of and with the amount of medallions on the trees, the fact they can't make more, you, you kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, that's that's actually they're kind of all just being drunk and messing about. Like, hey, nice to see you again. Hey, you survived another summer. Well done. But there's got to be an element of sadness tinged in with this that each time these guys come back here to winter... There's less of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, do you, do you not think? Because I remember like Geralt in season one came across a dead witcher and he, he took his medallion and it had no significance for me at that time. But now you realise why. It's he like, took the medallion to be able yeah. to go and place it on the on tree. The tree yeah. And yeah, all of a sudden you realise just how quickly these guys must actually be dying. I mean, let's be honest, the job that they have... Yeah, it's a high-risk job. Yeah, it's probably not yeah. an easy job to have. No. Your chances no, of death are fairly high. You, you gotta... Yeah, I mean, what did you do wrong at school that the Witcher was like, you know, that as a profession? You clearly <laughs> you clearly didn't pay attention in history class because, you know, you wouldn't have done it for a start. And also the process to become a Witcher, there's like only so only a few survive it and all sorts. And, and there's something in, in this episode is quite interesting is... The guy, I'm going to call him like the head witcher, if you like, like the, the, the father of them all that's there, the, the mother hen, if you like. Yeah. When he realises that Sirius Blood's elder blood, and he's talking to Triss, he's kind of like, I can make more witchers. I, he, I can do that, that's you know? like a one-track mind straight away. He was like, yeah, wait, this man. is it. This is how. Did you, um? obviously, okay, so you've watched all of them. I've got the last couple to watch and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at any point, did you start watching this episode? When he starts to really transfix on the... Yeah. Do you start to worry a little bit for Siri? Oh, absolutely, yeah, because the the guy's... The guy's kind of great, you know, best friend, you know, Geralt, sort of father figure He's like the mentor, yeah. Yeah, and, and you can tell that the guy... But then in this... It goes from being all about his witchers, his boys, his brothers, and all this stuff, to kind of like, ooh, I can make more. Yeah. And his whole dynamic changes in, in the sense of... And and it's, it's a difficult one, and I like things like this in shows, especially in fantasy shows, or, or in any aspect of writing, where you can see both sides. You can, you can yep. look at this and you can go... Okay, yeah, that that's kind of messed up, but I at least understand where you're coming from. When you think about what this guy wants to do, he in essence wants to create a formula from the blood of this girl. How much blood, by the way? Is, it's, it's not, not really clear. mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, do you just take a pint off and that creates X amount of witchers, or are you dangling her upside down and draining her? What? Yeah, you know, that was like you... kind of where my thought process was. <laughs> Wait you... a minute, is he about yeah, to can... sacrifice her, <laughs> yeah, or just exactly. take a blood sample? Like, what yeah, is exactly. happening here? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm kind of like, you know, as a pinprick enough just to like... That's it, yeah, I'm just going to... You're going to feel a slight scratch on the end of your finger. Oh, there it is. Okay, witches. Yeah, Or is it going to be a case of... uh, Yeah. yeah. Look at that wall. Why? Look at the flowers. Yeah. No, no, never do that. So, and the flowers, that tied in very well. Ah. So, it's just kind of like, where's this guy going? But the thing I like about it, like I said, is the debate thing is he is... And the people that are there, the last of their kind. If you like, witches were created to fight monsters, and they were a creation of, uh, you know, sorcery and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, you know, they they're there now. They are in essence a race. They are a people, and they are dying off. Yeah. And this is the first time since, you know, a long time they've had the ability to actually make more. But when you think about what they have to go through to make more. And you know from what the Geralt has said and what they've talked about. So they, in essence, take children, put this serum in them, and only like two out of ten survive. Yeah, if they survive, they get trained and hopefully survive training. Yeah. And, and training, let's face it, doesn't look like it's a piece of cake. No. 
So, like, so, part of me is like, okay, if they were taking, say, orphans from, like, poverty-stricken areas and giving but, them his life, it's great. But then you go, no, wait a minute, eight out of ten are going to die. Yeah. Like, You're actually, basically committing mass murder of yeah. children. You know, yeah. th- that ratio is not one that many people are going to sign up to. Um, <laughs> no. When I, no. When I say many people, no one is going to sign up to that. That is... Like you just said, you're literally going around the orphanages, finding a load of kids and going, if 10 of these went missing, you wouldn't mind, and hoping they look the other way whilst you take them. Yeah, it's like if you had 10 Skittles, but 8 of them were going to kill you. Are you going to try yeah. a Skittle? No, you're not. I mean, I mean it depends on the colour. Really. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's, yeah. it's crazy, absolutely crazy. It doesn't... It, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And like I said, you, you analyse that, and you're kind of like, he's looking to save what he deems to be his people, his race, the witchers. He also talks about the function the witchers perform. And, and again, it's, it's, it's a really valid point that the witchers are there and they fight and kill monsters. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they've noticed and they're all talking about is the fact that there appears to be more monsters, more creatures out there, and mutations of monsters and creatures they've never seen before. With that being the case, you know, they... they need more witchers you know yeah. if humanity if these monsters can lay waste to armies and of men and elves alike then surely the you witches need are needed and the witches are your protection yeah they are they're, they're needed now more than ever it ties us in quite nicely then to talk about why it appears these creatures are coming through and Geralt gets sent by Triss off to actually actually see um, in uh, Istrid. What's it? Istrid. Yeah. Um, and I love that. Who are you? Who the f- are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like portals into this guy's place, like a monster's head for you to look at. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what yeah, the? F- uh, yeah, what the f- is that? Um, and they're basically talking about monoliths. Yes. But one of the things that comes out is obviously Siri confesses to her, and again, Super Bark, I'm calling it cracking open a monolith and, and Geralt's like nah that can't happen <laughs> yeah he nah. kind of like laughs it off like yeah right, whatever yeah whatever you're wrong um so the, these guys go off to find this um and investigate it, it it's kind of crazy really yeah because in the next episode is kind of when we see the after effect of what has actually happened yeah at this area and my god, that's like a full-on trench. Like that's not just a. She's yeah, not that's... just cracked a monolith. She's no. cracked the entire earth. But it, but it, it kind of perhaps goes towards these monoliths are uh, bigger than what's actually on display. If yeah, that makes sense. They they run deeper. There's a bigger, deeper meaning to what's going See, on. See, for um, me, it was quite funny because the little bit of geek in me and the Marvel fans that we are, mm. I hear monolith and I go straight to Agents of Shield. And yeah, gateway yeah, yeah. to other realms and realities. Well, and then they yeah, start I talking mean, in this, and you get a little bit, and I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah, no, this <laughs> maybe this the geek a, might not have been that wrong. This, I was about to say, this isn't wrong really in this. No. So the other, the other part of this episode, I want to talk about before we just sort of roll into the next one, because obviously these storylines do all roll. Yes, um, is uh, Jennifer, um, Jennifer. As we know, as escape, she's trying to escape. She's trying to get yep. to 
of all, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny really, Yen Yennefer laid waste to Nilfgaard and now she's trying to get to them, which is kind of hilarious because she's being hunted. Yeah, and she's taking hear... a weird backward step, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, they, they hear the elves, you know, elves are being beaten in the street, persecuted against, this, you know, horrible stuff. And they hear of a, a guy called the Sandpiper. The Sandpiper is helping smuggle them out, getting them out of there, taking yep. them to Sintra. And, and so they're like, oh, okay, and we're going to wait. And it's like they're waiting underneath this kind of bar, this tavern, and there's music playing, etc. And they say, oh, you know, the Sandpiper will get us out of here when he finishes his performance. And I was like, <gasps> yes, I know who the Sandpiper's going to be. As soon as they said about when he's finished, I was like, no way. The, the, the thing I loved about that is me, you, people watching all probably had the same reaction Yennefer reacted that way. She she's like heard when he finished performance, and her face was just like, "No way!" And then listened. It was like, "It's him. There he is." And um, he's um he's not overly happy that the Witcher left him by the side. I guess from no. Song. So so yeah. what I think we do need to discuss, obviously, in our intro for this, we've put a little segment of burn butcher burn. Um, you know, he's gone back to calling him butcher. It's kind of interesting because I saw this song described online as the greatest breakup song of all time, <laughs> and, and and I think that's true. I, I yeah, think, I think as far as Jasky is concerned, it is. So if you've not, if you've obviously heard it in the episode, etc., you want to hear the full song, go on to YouTube, type it in uh, "burn butcher burn" and the actual words because he he kind of speaks the beginning. He's talking about you know like. Mr. Oh, look at me. And like, I hear you're still alive. It's so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, he does proper rip into him as well. Yeah. Burn, butcher, burn. Um, So what's hilarious then is the bar enters. Uh, Yaskier's there. He turns around and there's Yen. And we know these two have got a um, turbulent. Uh, yeah. He doesn't really like her. And apparently she's not overly fond of him, but at the same time... <laughs> just so happy to see someone she knows and she hugs him and he doesn't know what to do and it's just the best thing yeah he's like oh here you are then you snarling horrible bit and we're hugging we're hugging <laughs> <laughs> yeah just completely freaks him out which is which is great it kind of speaks something to yen as well that she's lost her powers and she really is feeling lost and confused. And very because, vulnerable, I think, yeah. And very vulnerable, because she, she sees him, and her reaction is to hug him, because she's so pleased to see him. Oh my god, it's you! Yeah, but it's but it's a bizarre thing, you know? I think if she had her powers, one, she probably wouldn't be in the situation she was in, but two, if she had her powers, I don't think she's gonna, you know, probably just give him stick, probably just abuse him like she always did. Safe in the knowledge, if he said anything back, she could just click her fingers and he's a mute. Kick his know? ass, yeah. So that re that reunion was kind of great, but also a little bit that happens in this is again speaks to where Yen is, and also speaks to her character, which was great. Is at the end of the episode, the Sandpiper Yaskier does manage to get all of them onto a ship, or a great big group of them onto a ship. Yep. But then gets jumped, and is taken. And... <laughs> you say he gets jumped. He does yeah. go looking for trouble a little bit. He was oh, so oh, don't get me close. Wrong. He was he, so close to so getting close. on the boat. He does bring it on himself a lot. I mean, I think him getting punched in the face, ninety nine percent of it is brought on by himself. Yeah, without any shadow of a doubt. But 
Yang goes to get him, goes looking for him, gets off the boat. I mean, that shocked me. She, yeah, what about you? It, you kind of think to yourself, she's like, right, she's on her mission, off she goes, this is what she's got to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, this part of her goes, I can't just leave him behind. And you're like, well, wait yeah. a minute. This isn't the Yennefer that we know. No. Is it? No, surely not. This Yennefer would have no. left him. Which, which is even, which is, again, which I think speaks a lot more to her character because she she's, I think because we've tracked her progress, we've tracked her character, we've followed her from the beginning, we all have a soft spot for her. But at the same time, she's a bit of an ass. 90% of the time, she's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Geralt is as well, to an extent, but she is a bit of an ass and she's not that kind to people. She's not that nice. There was the time she was quite happy just to abandon a mother and the baby. You know, <laughs> there's, yes. there's lots of times where she's not her the best version of what you'd want her to be as some sort of hero. But in this instance, she's lost her power and yet she still goes back for him, which that's that surprised me. It really did. And it was like I said, it was kind of like a big moment for me. Yeah, I think is this the, the turning point in her character? Yeah. I agree, but well, if it is a turning point, she's on a pivot because it doesn't last long. No, um, <laughs> no it does not. No, rolling into episode five, then, like you said, called "Turn Your Back." Yep. Um, Vesemir is now desperate to use Sirius' blood to make more witch. I mean, the guy's like obsessed. Yeah, with he's gone discussed. from this could be a great idea to we yeah. need to do it now. Yeah, I mean, Triss basically agrees to do it, but only if Siri says yes. Um, so Siri, however, seems to want to become a witcher. Like she not only wants to use her blood to have this thing done, she's kind of like, yeah, bring it on, yeah, make the stuff, and if it works, give it to me. Um, the whole time that's kind of going on in the background, all I can think about is Geralt's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Yo, he you're is like, gonna be so not, mad. He's not gonna turn around and go, ah, yes, brilliant, well done. Yeah. He's like, why oh, are you right, touching so, the girl? Don't touch the girl. That's her yeah. blood. Don't take it. So, so there's a two out of ten chance she'll survive this procedure. Yeah, Big Daddy Geralt's gonna be thumbs up for this one. He, not he's a like bloody Mr. chance. Protective, yeah, yeah, yeah. No chance. Not. No, zero, nil yeah. nothing, nothing good is going to come with this. Vesemir and Geralt are on an absolute collision course with Triss as well, by the way, because yeah. she is not going to be popular with this. Um, Like I said, Geralt and Istrid are investigating these monoliths, and like I said, it's the one that Ciri's cracked open. They're there investigating. One of the things that comes up in a conversation is Geralt actually learning that Yen's still alive. Yeah. And there's an interest loves her. That was a um, interesting yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. It's, but you notice they both had names for her. So Istrid says, "Are you talking about you know my Yennefer?" Yeah, and which is like Yen, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like no, I'm not talking about whoever the hell you're talking about. I'm talking about Yen. Yeah, it's not your my Yennefer. Yen. It's my Yen. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the two of them are kind of like, yeah, we're very much in love with this person but we're kind of not going to talk about it because that's awkward between two guys it's awkward between two guys one of them is a witcher and one of them is a powerful mage like neither yeah. side of that is going to work very well no no that's definitely stab him in the back territory if you're a girl yeah. you, know, you don't you don't want to fight a mage <laughs> face fairly. To face, no. yeah no you don't want him to know you're going to do it you'd be like oh wow yeah you two would be great together it makes far more sense in the back yeah look <laughs> at that flat bang <laughs> yeah dead yeah Oh, good. I cut your head off by accident. Yeah. 
I told um, you not to sneeze when holding a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Yen, were you, yeah. Yen, were you fond of that Istrid guy? Yeah, quite. Oh, he fell over. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he okay? No, he fell onto a sword several times. What? What? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's I don't know about you, but that kind of feels like I don't know whether it feels like a collision course in a bad way, but it feels like at some point we're gonna have a very awkward scene between the three, the of, three them. of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it just kind of like uh, all of them in, like Jennifer basically going, "Oh, let me introduce you to," and they're gonna be like, "We've met." Yeah, we know who we are. Who are yeah. you though, Yen or Jennifer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like they're both going to be introducing her to the other. Like, oh, here's Yen, and he's going to be like, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah, this is Jennifer. Get it right. Uh, so that's going to be fun without any sort of shadow of a doubt for me. But Geralt learning that she's still alive is quite a nice moment. Um, yes, and you can see the level of feelings haven't gone. He still very much loves her. For a man who has no emotions or feelings, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's literally what I was about to talk about. Don't you find it interesting that it's basically become a fact that witchers feel nothing, no emotions, they have no feelings. Like, Siri uses it a couple of times as her reason to wanting to be a witcher is to forget her past and not have these feelings of the past and everything else. But then actually... (laughs) we've, we've We've followed Geralt and we've now met a group of witchers... They feel, they love, they. This rumor about them has been spread to dehumanize them. Yes, and it's just interesting. It's just interesting that it's treated as fact, you know, in the show to begin with. And we, as the audience, like at no point has Geralt turned around and said that's just not true. They've just embraced it and wore it like armor. Yeah. Like, okay, if that's what you think, that's what you think. If we have no and feelings, therefore we are fearless. Therefore we yeah. are stronger We're... because we have no fear. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good to us. Yeah, sounds good to us. Thank you very much. Uh, but it's the audience. You know, we as the audience have watched this and we've reached a certain point. We've gone. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all do. He clearly, I mean, he Geralt clearly does because a he loves Yennefer. Yeah. And b. It may not Siri. be love for Siri, but it's a definite protection and guardian kind oh, of thing. That for Siri. that guy that guy is besotted like it's his own child. Yeah. That guy is like literally from the moment she ran up to him in the woods, <laughs> he's been like, Oh hell. Yeah, uh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and he's yeah, definitely stuck with her through that. Um one of the things like you said, we're learning about the monoliths and it's being cracked open is that creatures are coming out. Um, yeah, that's an interesting kind of twist on it. Like, we've never it's... really heard in The Witcher where the monsters come from. We have just no. kind of gone, monsters are monsters. You go into the yeah. forest, you're going to find a goblin. You go under a bridge, yeah. there's going to be a troll. Monsters I'm, are I'm, just there. But And one of the things they talked about, or Istrid does in this, is like, with this convergence of the spheres, that's when monsters were able to cross from their domain into this domain. And yeah. All of that. And it would appear that these have left behind almost gateways like you said yeah and with this one being cracked open it's they're they're just pouring out and and i think uh Geralt says and uh and veramir back it back at the keep basically says like we've never seen these before this is new and that that's gotta be a problem yeah that can't be something they're gonna sit there and go yay new monsters <laughs> because no, like, and no. with the whole, like you said, like the gateways and stuff, if cracking the monolith has kind of opened this gateway that was once yeah. closed, 
<coughs> so we've already seen like some monsters come through. What else is there waiting? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and that's and that's. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, watch to the end of the season, boys and girls. But yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this is yeah, where you, I find it so funny because yeah. I say things like this, and you're like, "Yep." Um, yeah, you're, well, you're watching. Yeah. You haven't watched episode seven and eight yet, which you need to watch back to back. By the way, that is don't, my plan for actually when we finish. Yeah, um, don't, uh, yeah, don't don't try <laughs> don't try and do them over a few days because if your missus is running, it's oh, should we watch the other one tomorrow? You may actually hurt her. <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> you're you're gonna want to see how it ends. Trust me. Um, so yeah, it's interesting that we've got this situation, like I said, where. We're finding out about these monsters, the monoliths, and we find Istrid needs to know more. Istrid's kind of, like I said, our guide in this. So Istrid's going to hit the books again and hopefully find out some more information, go to a library. Give us the information, Istrid. That's what we want. Uh, Geralt, now learning that Yen's alive, returns. Um, <laughs> series being turned into a witcher at this point. Um, Geralt literally... I mean, I've written down here, Geralt gets back in time just... How does he not just kill everyone in that room in this moment? That guy, he, he was mad. But he stays so like it, it's quite funny. I'm watching it and obviously like he walks in, yeah, and you're like, oh hell, this Here is going go. to go back. Yeah, and then he stays really, really calm and just yeah. like he's undoing the straps. He's like, girl, stop it! No, I'm just going to undo yeah. these and then I'm going to talk yeah. to you. And for me, that's like the so ultimate calm. parent. You know, like the whole parent thing of yeah, like, man, when yeah. the parents don't shout at you, they sit you down yeah. and talk to you about what you've done wrong. And you yeah. feel a million times worse. <laughs> that <laughs> is where Carol has gone there. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. In you. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. And as a child, oh, you're like, so no, shout worse. at me. Please shout at me. I can deal with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... The thing about him is his character doesn't really lose it, does he? He no. never really loses it. And he is in control all the time, which actually is far more frightening when you think about it. Yeah. You know, when you think about the situations he's in and the fighting he's in, he doesn't lose it like, ah, oh, we're surrounded, this is going to be so bad. He just nails that potion as his eyes go crazy, he draws his sword and is like, bring it! Yeah, <laughs> instead of any panic or what can I do, it's just a case of <clears throat> I will just calmly and methodically just... Yeah. Working my way through yeah. all the bad guys until I get to it's the in, end. It's, it's in season one where he thinks he's going to die because he's been bitten by that creature, like the zombie creature. And he literally just turns the roach and is like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, it's like, this is how I'm going to die then. Ah, well. That's, <laughs> That's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, oh, roach, I thought I was going to at least die something cool. And, and then just collapses um so yeah his calmness really i mean he's completely in character but i was expecting him to come in the room grab vesemir by the throat lift him a good foot off the ground you know yeah <laughs> just kind of like what are you doing um, <laughs> yeah. yeah do you that, really that think this great. is a good idea no no it's not no, no you are no, fully right yeah that's yeah absolutely um so again and i know i'm kind of jumping around but i'm just kind of trying to cover the points from it because one of the other things that over these episodes we learn about it, is Triss does this kind of spell with Siri. Yeah, um, this was weird. Now, right, so, again, this is one of those cross-eyed moments for me. Yeah. We're going through this. So they've gone into, like, her subconscious to try and discover... Is it trying to discover what power she has or why she has or so, something? And it, yeah, I just sat there like, what on earth is going on? <laughs> yeah, she, she's trying... Trying to kind of uh, get to the bottom of 
where this power comes from and she wants you to try and confront it so the idea is that they go into this kind of like vision quest you go to the past and you kind of see what's happened but once they're in there Triss realizes that it's almost been hijacked like yeah. some someone else is controlling it and Triss believes it's Siri because of how powerful she is but I'm not con- I, I think it's and the character is kind of just like alluded to in loads of different ways. But you notice this character that's basically leading Yennefer along, the white leading witch. the elves. Is it the white witch? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I, I think it's that. I think whatever that character is, is very powerful and has basically been able to manipulate this. Yeah. Because they scare the living bejeebas out of Triss. Yeah, like Triss keeps saying, like, as they're going through, this shouldn't be happening. This isn't right. This isn't isn't how this works. I know. And it's kind of like, she's staying very calm with it all. She's just very much a case of, hmm, this didn't happen last time I did it. This is strange. And then by the time she gets, they get out of it, it's like, don't you touch me. (laughs) Yeah, she is freaked out. And, uh, and I mean, I, I guess it's kind of like you do this with a fellow mage, uh, a fellow sorceress, and, and you're kind of doing this and you're going to go on this little journey and and you know what you're doing, you know what you're going to get, you know what to expect, you're in control. Yeah. She's done this with you and the power is so massive, it is so much more than anything she's felt before. It's terrified her. You know, yeah, she has no terrified. idea. And, and yeah, like to see her kind of huddled in the corner, like stay away from me, you're going to end us all. And yeah. it's like... Oh, Siri, yeah, you got the some line, problems in there, love. The line she uses is, "She's the seed that will burst into flames and destroy us all." Yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 not kind, is it? That, you know, yeah, I mean, it's not a compliment. <laughs> no, that's 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 not. You know, come on, you've been brought here to try and help her out, guide her a little bit, and you're now just saying that she's the apocalypse. Well, Basically, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so come on, Tris, sort it out. I mean, at, the, but, at this point, you're kind of sat there going, "Well, it's a good thing she didn't become a witcher as well." Oh, but if she's going to be the seed that yeah. bursts into flame to kill everyone, she'll probably do yeah, it you, quicker as a witcher. So you know, you, you, you need you need you need to be able to take your head off. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is interesting at this point, then? So obviously, we're learning this. We kind of know she's got power. We know it's very powerful. We also know that Nilfgaard are campaigning, crushing all people in their wake to get her. They are literally charging after to get her. And, and at this point, you're kind of... Or at least I was looking at this. So I'd love your opinion. Is, yeah. Are they in the wrong, then? Who? If, the Witcher or the Nilfgaard? Nilfgaard. Because if her power is one that cannot be... like If it's something that's like once in a generation, it's been foretold, someone will be born with this power and that will literally end all life. And they know she's got it. We know it's true, it's fact. Yep. She has got it. Are they in the wrong to be trying to stop her? I mean, no. <laughs> I, I know, I, I mean, know. You know, no. Do you? Because we talked about it before. Like in season one, I talked about Nilfgaard for me were very much like the Nazis. You know, the way they were acting, what they were doing. Yeah. And I kind of changed my thinking a little bit to them being more like the Roman Empire in this. And I'm not saying they're they're not bad in what they're doing and why they're doing it, but. In their own minds, they are the Roman Empire. They are bringing light to the world. We're bringing civilization, roads, development. You know, oh, look, I've conquered your country. You're in a mud hut right now. We're going to build it out of stone for you. Do you you know what I mean? They're kind of like... We've completely conquered and taken over, but look how much better things are now. Exactly, yeah. In their their minds, they are saving everybody by being in charge. That's the way they think. 
so and at so... the same time then we've also got Fringilla's character yeah. who started off as kind of like this absolute warpath sort of character yep. Um, yep but in these couple of episodes with her and the Francesca who's the elf character yeah. after she's been in that hut in the forest her mm-hmm. character for me seems to be turning slightly yeah so like <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm like what on earth is going like, I mean like I'm just so like there's so that, much happening in this that I've gone from that storyline. She's a complete baddie to now she's helping the elves and giving them a better life, and I'm like, what is happening? It's confusing. Yeah, uh, and and I'll and I'll be quite honest with you, it is very confusing for me. I I found that aspect of the storyline very difficult up until episodes the final two, seven and eight. Okay, that aspect of the storyline kind of really came in strong, if that makes sense. Nice. So okay, yeah. At this point, like you, I'm kind of a bit confused. So I was thinking, like, well, my notes, for example, I'm kind of like, that's there, that's simmering. Seven and eight, we're really going to dive into it because we can. We can, if I try and dive into it now, it's going to be impossible. Yeah. Um, but it's there, it's simmering. Her character, like you said, it's kind of difficult to judge her motives kind of confusing to try and work out well whose side is she on yeah very much so and and also at this point i'm starting to wonder and i'd I'd love to know what your thoughts are we learned because in season one i assumed the guy who was like the general who yennefer helps escape is in charge I was kind of like, he is the prince of Nilfgaard. He's the guy in charge, but he's not. No, there seems to be now someone above him. So, yeah, so who in the hell... Because they're talking about it a lot, like, the emperor. I think they say emperor, like, the emperor's coming. The emperor's going to be here, the yeah. emperor of Nilfgaard. So I'm kind of like, so at some point we're going to be introduced to this new big bad, if you like. Or, or perhaps big good. Perhaps it's all going to get turned completely on his head. <laughs> He's going to turn up like, and like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually, this This is this is Jeff the Happy. H- Hello everyone, um, I'm here now. The elves, uh, wonderful, I love the elves. Oh, I love the elves, I love your pointy ears, lovely pointy ears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, who, who, who went around killing? You lot been around killing, you bad, bad lot you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like this Kahir character is it Kahir? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a bit of a dick. Massively, yeah. And this I is love my the point. Fact like, that I just realised we've kept this like a real PG rating for language talking about the Witcher. Yeah, no, so there, there, high fives no for us no. on this. No, it, it, to be honest with you, the, the Witcher is an eighteen. Yeah. It's very difficult for us to describe everything that goes we haven't on. dropped an F bomb once yet. This is fantastic. I have. Okay. I did. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I said about girl. Anyway, so I was literally about to go. Yeah, I did. I said like, no, don't do it. Don't do it needlessly. I get told off. I, again, a different friend of mine from school listened to the show and just went, "Oh, it'd be a lot better if you didn't swear all the time." I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you. Who the yeah. you talking to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, we're kind of following all these things through, and like at the moment, I'm like Nilfgaard good but i'm like really not sure what that was going on because if you just follow their soldiers they're like nazis evil bad people but there's someone above that and like i said they're saving the elves at the moment but are they doing that purely because they've been weakened because we know yennefer took them out well yeah you you say about protecting the elves this k character has kind of turned up now at uh central yeah yeah yeah, and he's kind of kicking off like why are we helping the elves get rid of them we don't need them get rid of them and yeah. Fringilla's very much a case of, no, look, we're now working with Francesca, yeah. who's weirdly had a baby, 
And yeah, yeah, I still yeah. can't quite tell if that's her husband or her brother. It's all a bit strange. I um, think it could be both. <laughs> it could be both. Like, <laughs> I watch this with the wife, and she's like, wait, yeah. isn't that his pro- her brother? And yeah. I'm like, El- no, elves, it's elves husband, are more. <laughs> yeah, elves are more love the one you're with kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a good connection? Yeah. Yes, that's fine then. That'll, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah, the the baby. This, I mean, it's kind of like kind of a big deal for the elves because clearly generationally they're dying. So yeah. any elf baby being born is a big deal. Um, in the episode six, which we're about to come on to, that they celebrate that like it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah don't they, they just? All, they all really go to town on that party. <laughs> um, but just just to finish up episode five, then because I think I think I'm rolling the episodes the things... together here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, I mean, everyone in their minds, if you've watched the show like I did, you watch them all together. It's all kind of merged mm. anyway. The only reason why I'm keeping my bullet points is because I don't want to talk about seven and eight. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm then like, no, when he okay, dies, do no, wait. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone dies. It's very sad. How are they going to do season three? Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying my best to just try and rein it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, don't say, oh, this happens, and of course we know why. No, we don't. Just no, you know, no, shut up. keep it no. chill. <laughs> Um, but like I said, Yen has gone back to save Yaskir. Um, Yaskir's been taken by the one who's described on a number of times now as the Firefucker. There it is. There's the F-bomb. Yes. He, he's a mage assassin. Because they're not allowed he's... to use fire magic. That is forbidden. Mages. No. And then this yeah. guy's like, hey, set fire to this. Yeah. Put you in a ring of fire. Set fire to that. Burn yeah. this. Yeah, he's, he's all about the fire, this guy. He's not good. Um, <laughs> Yen, Yen doesn't have her powers. No. But outsmarts him by literally nailing a drink and blowing it in his face when he's got fire on the go. I love that. Yeah. That was great. Because yeah, uh, she kind of comes stumbling in, acting like she was hammered drunk, his wife, like, where have you been? Or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I'm watching it, I'm thinking, oh, I don't know how this is going to work out, Yen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your Yen, plan is. Yen, you have is. no powers. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Are you going to try and just hit the guy over there with a bottle? I don't think that's going to work. He looks, he looks hardened, yeah. sort of. Yeah, he looks uh, serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her blowing that in his face and setting his face on fire, I was like, oh, damn. Okay, yeah, she meant that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so so they escape. Um, but but luckily, she's uh, got the helper of, uh, you know, one of the village escorts, it seems, who seems also very helpful with stealing her money at first, then directing her into yeah. a building. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that wasn't such a great plan. No. Um, quick, quick so, come here, come here. Oops. <laughs> yeah, and arrested. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yen, one of the things Yen, one of the things we learn from this, and I want to just kind of focus on this before we move on to episode yep. six, is Yennefer learns that to get her, there is a way to get her power back. Now, if there's anything we know about this character, is her power means everything to her. Oh yes, she being the way she was as a kid and abused by her family, the way she looked and everything like that. She never wants to feel powerless again. And right now, she does feel powerless. Even though she's holding her own and, like I said to you, I'm, I'm kind of proud of the way she's being. She clearly wants to her power back. And we we are watching this and we as the audience get to see what she has to do. Yeah. She has to deliver Siri. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, my note on this is just, Yen, to get her power back, has to deliver Siri collision course in capital letters because that's never going to end well with the whole Garrett thing is it you know she doesn't know who she is no does she she has no idea she's just like 
this is who you need to deliver to me to get your powers back. Now, as much as I think Yen's grown as a character and is lovely, I think if she has to walk into a bar, pick up some random girl, leave and throw her to a witch to get her powers back, she's going to do it. Yeah, not even a second thought. Yeah. No, no. So as much as we feel there's been growth and, you know, we're happy, she'd still do that. <laughs> so yeah. we know that she's going to go looking for Siri. We know who Siri is as the audience. We know she is to Geralt. And now I'm just kind of like sat back waiting. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like this, this is, is going to head so on. Good. This is not going to be a good... Like, there's going to no. be this really nice scene. Like, at this point, so I, yeah. this is before I've watched episode six. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, there's going to be this fantastic scene of like, oh, Geralt! Yen! Oh my god! Siri! Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <Uh-oh>. Total. <laughs> the, actual, the actual scene that happens is amazing, by the way. So we're going to come on to it now. So episode 6 called Dear Friend. Yes! Uh, like I mentioned earlier on, is uh, a little bit that's taken from the letters. Um, so let's just sort of dive around a few of the other parts that happen in this episode, which are obviously kind of important. Um, Triss goes home, terrified of Siri... Um, yeah. kind of starts telling the other mages about this. All I've written down here, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, that That is going to be a problem. We talked about it a minute ago. The elves have had a baby. The elf leader has a baby. They celebrate that. Like, they go hard. That's like yeah. Christmas, New Year and Easter rolled into one. They go for it. Big time. Big time. They, they party hard. And it's quite, it's funny because the elves... This sort of persecuted race, you don't really know a lot about them. We still don't know a massive amount about them, but we learn quite quickly. Clearly, having a baby as an elf, big deal. Big deal. Big yeah. deal. That, that's big a big deal. party. Yeah. This, this is, yeah, and they get on it. They have a proper session. Yeah. Um, the, um, the, the, the firefucker, as previously mentioned, shows up hunting Siri. Um, yeah, that's, that's messed up. Uh, but we're gonna we're just gonna circle back into the reunion. Yeah, Geralt takes Siri to uh, in essence, it's kind of like a. Um, I'm trying to think what the right we're almost like a monastery type place. Yeah, it's like a temple sort of cathedral. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. And he, and he has to like give his weapons up when he arrives and stuff. But they all know him. They all like love him. So he clearly goes there a lot, like a chill out place or something. Yeah, it's a complete. <laughs> he says it's a completely yeah. conflict free neutral area. Yeah, and as soon yeah, as get, he said that, you went, I know, oh. I know. Yeah. That was literally what I was about to come on to. Like, the fire mage is going to show up. And it's like, the minute he said, nothing ever happens here, everything's cool, no one ever yeah. comes here looking for a fight, I'm like, basically getting my pen ready. Well, yeah. Here we go. That lines I'm gonna be up writing some notes with uh, the Walking Dead's, oh, we're going to live happily forever, or, yeah. you know, Marvel's whatever it takes. Yeah. One of those, if something yeah. bad is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The minute the minute someone delivers a line along the lines of, "Well, don't worry, nothing ever happens here." Well, you're all dead. Then. Yeah. Clearly, clearly, yeah. this is this is going so wrong. A horror movie, and someone says, oh, "I'll be right back." No, you won't. Yeah. Or or when you come back, no one else will be there. That's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we have this situation then where he's there, Siri's there, and Yennefer shows up. Yep. Siri's kind of wandering around. She's doing some learning. He's got her there, you know, do some learning, go around, do some stuff. And Yen walks in to Geralt and it's a very loving, beautiful moment. They kiss, they embrace. And Siri walks in and does basically what every teenager in the world would do, walking in on parents or like having a kiss. It just tries to back out. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. I'm out. Yeah. 
she basically goes sorry and tries to leave and that's when Geralt says here's Yennefer my dear friend and the look on Yennefer's face like what Fred, Fred, what I'm your dear whoa yeah I think she even says like dear friend and looks at him and he's like what what do you want me to say my bang buddy yeah (laughs) but she shoots in this look it's brilliant I love the look she shoots him. There's um on a uh, on um YouTube there's a documentary it's a documentary series that they have on Netflix in the US but isn't on the UK version and basically it's like geeked and they do like an hour long special after these shows are released just talking to the cast and the characters about things. That's cool. And they had they had the guy uh the guy who plays Geralt, the lady who plays Jennifer, yeah. and they literally said to him like about this scene, and he said, yeah, you know, she's there to try and kidnap my child of surprise, and yet she's getting all mad at me, because I said, dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you're going to try and kill my kid, and Yen's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You're going to try and kill them, uh, but you're pissed that I didn't say my girlfriend, yeah. But there's a hell of a lot in this scene, because like I said, so Yen turns around, clocks who it is, looks back at him, reacts to the dear friend thing first, by the way. Yeah. Doesn't react to the who she, who the hell she is to Geralt. Reacts to that. Then it kind of clocks, holy shit, that's your child of surprise to him. And he's like, yes. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. like, her face, the acting of this lady is phenomenal because... You follow her mind completely. She goes off on a tangent at the friend comment. Then it snaps back to, oh my god, that's who I need to get. Oh my god, it's his child of surprise. Uh, what? Yeah, well, that why just became more life... difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why is my life this complicated? <laughs> it really isn't it? Yeah, it's like, really, it couldn't have just been some kid yeah. sitting on a street corner that had yeah, no family. Couldn't have been a... No, nope. yeah, it couldn't have been some orphan that I literally said, "Would you come with me?" And she went, "Yeah, okay. Look, I'm going to feed you to a witch." Ah, oh, well, you <laughs> know, I'm starving anyway. No, couldn't have been that. No, it has to be. Geralt, who is my dear friend, in air quotes, because she's pissed about that, so she's blatantly calling him a dear friend from this point on in a really angry, passive-aggressive tone. Um, and she's is his child a surprise. What happens is, obviously, the fire mage does show up. Uh, Geralt has to try and fight them off. Doesn't have his sword to hand either, which is not great. Yennefer is entrusted by Geralt to take Ciri and keep her safe. Uh, Yen doesn't have magic. Geralt doesn't know that. Ciri does. So Yen's basically teaching Ciri to do things, and she able enables her to open a portal. Yep. Geralt fights his way through them, and she opens a portal, and she sods off. And it's Geralt saying, "Don't do this. I have to." As she leaves, and you're like, "Oh no." Oh, I mean, oh, that's not going to go down well. Two two aspects. That that's bad. I mean, the hurt and betrayal. I talked about the facial expressions from the actress playing Yen, the actor Henry Cavill playing Geralt. His facial expression when he's like, "Don't," and she goes, "I have to," and go. I mean, he oh, he looks heartbroken and angry Isn't and just yeah, betray. Heartbreak, yeah. anger, yeah. worry. All, in, all in seconds. Like, everything just hits him. Like, all in seconds. And he's just... 
Yeah, he's he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> he's mad. But one of the things that are in this kind of fight is quite interesting. We talked about how calm he is, how calculated he is. The Witcher, he's always methodical what he's doing. He's fighting everything. He just rips through people. This is the first time we've seen him in a fight where Siri is kind of under threat. Yeah. He doesn't have his sword and everything that, but he does rip through them. Like and I mean, some, really goes through some them. Some of these are brutal kills as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he... He, it's kind of like when you see him. Uh, there is that scene in season one where he fights the villagers to get to Renfrey, and like the the kind of like her mercenaries protecting her. He kind of does that in a reluctant. You're in my way. I have to do this. So I'd much rather you just left. You know, I don't want to kill any of you. In this, they're threatening. To, I get the impression he almost. Yeah, he was going for it. Like if they'd said tried to run away, he wasn't going to let them. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? It's like, even though he was still calm, I kind of got the impression everyone who threatened Siri is dead. Yeah, and Yennefer's <laughs> no, just no kidnapped her. So... Yeah. Um, you haven't watched episode 7 and 8 yet? Not yet. These are the finales. I have to not, because as I explained in the last one, I'm not so smart, and I'll start talking about things that haven't actually happened yet. Uh, I, I've kind of m- mixed up a little bit here. I know I have, but... One of the key things that is coming up is this collision course. Yeah, I can it is, it is a massive thing, and and the scenes between them and what comes next is massive. Um, one thing that's coming up, it, like I said, it's like reunion scenes. The reunion scene we saw between Yennefer and um, Jaskier was amazing. Yeah. The Yennefer and the Witcher, amazing. Now we got a few other things coming up, so it's gonna get, yeah, it's gonna get brutal. But I mean, we we've kind of covered. I know there's certain aspects of this that we haven't covered in a ton of detail. But what we've tried to do is do bullet points, talk about the kind of key aspects. The main thing that's kind of simmering in the background we haven't talked a lot about is Nilfgaard. We've touched on it, but we haven't mostly because the final episodes really tie all that in. Yeah. So we'll we'll focus in on that then. Um, that has been The Witcher episodes 4, 5, and 6. Is there anything else that I've not covered that you picked up on when watching you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I was going to say, I think I've talked a lot. I think we've so covered pretty much everything, not. yeah. Yeah, I, I do tend to go on. Um, so, we will be back very soon with the finale of The Witcher Season 2. One of the things I'm hoping to talk about in the finale as well is the fact very soon... Uh, well, a trailer has already been released for the prequel Witcher series, which is on Netflix, and we will be covering that here on the podcast as well. Hopefully, in the next couple of days, they're going to be releasing the actual date that is going to hit our screens. It is likely to be the summer, with season three of The Witcher returning in its usual slot of December. That would be However, what we... Yeah, that's what we would assume it to be, but you never yeah, know. I mean... <laughs> Well, see, the thing is, with with COVID, so many schedules got so messed up that streaming services and everyone still kind of scrambling to put it back together again. Uh, The perfect example is on Disney+. Disney Plus had something like 10 Star Wars Lucasfilm productions between movies and TV, and Marvel Studios had about 15 between TV and movies all happening at the same time bits and pieces happening you know filming going yep. on when covid shut a lot of it down and like initially everything just got delayed because shut down for three months everything gets moved three months nothing we can do about it. that's just what's going to happen 
But of course, the reality of the world we now live in is COVID shutdowns happen because of outbreaks. So you could be on set one day, someone coughs, the next day you're shut down for two weeks. So the delays have been all over the place and just stuff that you cannot legislate for. You know, these, these things just keep sort of happening and moving. What has happened is over 2021, we did get a lot of shows come out, a lot of sporadic stuff. Some of them shorter than what was originally planned, which is a bit sad. Of course, yeah, Winter, uh, Co- Falcon of the Winter Soldier got cut yeah. down and stuff like that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, twenty twenty two, they appear to have kind of worked out themselves. Okay, well, rather than trying to do ten episode series and things, we're going for six because the filming. We've also now got it far more. We go into bubbles. Um, you know, we're going to yeah. film separate stuff. The way we do it now is different, and they've adapted. So the content coming up for us on our show, for example, is kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, but across Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Amazon Studios, it looks like there's going to be at least one release every month this year of a show or a film that we are discussing here on the podcast. So we're going to be busy. Yeah. And hopefully, everyone's going to keep listening. So it's fun. I hope so. Like We've got The Boys coming up. We've got Umbrella Academy coming up. We've still got lots yeah. of Marvel shows coming up. The Walking oh, Dead, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead, they're coming back soon. Um, the boys have announced that they've got like a cartoon animated show coming yeah. out first as well to stop Cap. Yeah, <clears throat> I was thinking we'd watch them and then just do one show discussing yeah. it as like a lead into the boys season three. But Definitely. absolutely tons of content going to be available. Check out the Facebook page. We're going to try and keep that as updated as humanly possible. If you want to listen to fun theories, then check out our TikTok. We're also going to be posting them to our Instagram and our Twitter accounts. Yes. But check those out. I hope you've enjoyed The Witcher Breakdown episodes four, five and six. Seven and eight to follow real soon, just as soon as Stefan's been allowed to watch them. I've been Sam. I've enjoyed talking through this with everybody. You take care. We'll be back real soon. I don't see a side upon which you are not entirely fucked. So lock me up and top me up and throw away the key. Go fuck yourself, you awesome, because you're through fucking with me all together now. And lock me up and sock me up, throw away the key. Go fuck yourself, you awesome. Cause you're through fucking with me. Thank you. Say another word and I'll cut your tongue out. Rude. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.